is some unacceptable behavior. Rape is against the rules here. I wouldn't want to be somewhere where it wasn't someone in charge who let something like that fly. You know what? I do not accept your apology. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me Podcast. This is episode 66. Hi, Scott. Hi, Kim. How How are are you? you? (laughs) (laughs) There's an echo. There is an echo. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, suffering from a bit of a cough. Yeah, you're coughing up a lung over there. I am. So ought to be a fun podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, no storms coming through. <clears throat> yes, which yes, was no a lightning nightmare issues. last week, but yes, we made it through. Yes. Yeah. Well, how has your week been since then? Everything cool? Everything is great. It's warm finally in Atlanta. Everything is starting to bloom, although that means there's tons of pollen everywhere. Everything's mm-hmm. coated in yellow, which may be contributing to me coughing. Yeah, it could be. <clears throat> Actually, most definitely is. Yeah. But it's been gorgeous. Yeah. Cool. Quite a change in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it was yeah. snowing a couple weeks ago. How's Charlotte doing for you? Uh, Charlotte's fine. Definitely warm also. Same deal. Well, Beautiful yeah, I mean, you get, you're gearing up for baseball season now. Oh, yeah. yeah April 1st, right? Sunday. Oh, is it Sunday? Yeah. Oh, Sunday. Oh, my God. Yeah, already. No. Three games on Sunday and then the full slate on Monday. And the Braves <laughs> open up excited? in their new stadium. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you know did, I'm always excited. Was it the Braves that had like the worst record right now in spring training? I think I so. I do not know. I really yeah, I don't think... pay much attention to spring training rankings. Which is awesome since they just put so much money into that stadium they just built. Oh, well, they're saving the good stuff well, for spring, the stadium. Spring, tr- spring training doesn't mean a thing. No. In the standings. I know. Yeah, that's. I mean, Boston's always losing in spring training. Mm-hmm. And then that translates into the season. for those who do not know it Stuart, boston fan scott yankees fan kim whatever cincinnati yeah but that's not like a real team it is a real team what are you talking about but i can pull for the i thought they moved i thought they moved to vegas (laughs) (laughs) cincinnati did move to vegas so what are you drinking tonight scott i am drinking i had to go a little further for this one tonight okay I went out to a place that the three of us know and love, Bend, Oregon. What? Wow. Good Lord. And I'm drinking uh, a beer by Ten Barrel Brewing Company in Bend, Oregon called Joe IPA. Joe? Like Joe E? How did I say that? (laughs) Joe E. Oh, my. Joe E. Joe E. Wow. 
right. If it has a Y, yeah, it's chewy. I think we need to bottle Kim. <laughs> How is it? It's great. It's great. Yeah. It actually is really, really good. Um, it's got a it's got a good bite to it. You know, it's it, if you like IPAs, this is an IPA you'll like. I wonder why Joe. Ten, so it, it, what? It's ten what? Ten barrels brewery. Yeah, ten barrel brewery, Bend, Oregon. Hmm. And you I got do. that locally? Yep. Hmm. That's pretty I good. Did. I did. We got a really good place here for getting some exotic beers, um, but. But yeah, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to going back to Bend again sometime too. So maybe someday we'll be able to, to actually drink their beers out there. So they're competing with Deschutes out there. Yep, yep. And we love Deschutes too. That's right. How about as you wear your Deschutes shirt tonight? Yeah, uh, we've got. Uh, <laughs> we're drinking Service uh, Brewery's Compass Rose, which is out of Savannah. Nice. And um, yeah, it's it's actually really good. It's a very uh, drinkable IPA, not too tart, not too bitter. It's got grapefruit, pear, passion fruit, and orange peel in it. Oh, nice! It's really good. It's very so fruity. It's definitely got the citrusy going. Yeah, it on. gets in your teeth though. No, uh-huh. it's another good beach beer. You know, like <laughs> I want my beer with the rind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit pulpy. It's really good. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It's actually very good. Yeah, cool. Sounds like we got some winners tonight. All right, let's get into what we're here for. What's that? That would be Season 7. Dancing? Episode 15, Something They Need, which is not dancing. No. No. Mm. So what did you guys think? Only Um, one more episode left after this one. I liked it. I was I was a little surprised. Okay, yeah, I know it like sounded like a butt yeah. comment. And I, no, I was surprised at how um, some of our fans were reacting to it, or some of the, our listeners, um, mm-hmm. in the fact that it, there was uh, seemed to be some conflict over the episode as to like, you know, what was the the basis of the episode was okay? Is uh, Rick and their crew kind of the bad guys in a way mm. because they're stealing the guns and stuff? Which I didn't take it that way. I didn't either. at all. But I, I heard it from a few people. So um, I, I thought the episode was good. Some people were disappointed that, oh, my God, the war didn't break out yet. But I think we called that that wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. um, right. just yet. And this was it was a build up episode. I mean, next week is supposed to be the big one. So um, I thought it was good. And um, I'm excited for what's going on next week. And I think uh, I, I, I guess I wasn't too surprised that there wasn't some crazy, crazy stuff that was going on, especially with Oceanside. I mean, it you know was relatively not that big of a conflict. Yeah. Kim, Kim, what did you think? I liked it. It was definitely one of the better ones for this part of the season. I was also surprised about the Oceanside storyline that it wasn't more dramatic, I guess, that nobody died or anything like that. Um, and they kind of acquiesced. The people of Oceanside acquiesced pretty quickly to Rick's group. And threw down the the guns and were like, here, take them and whatever you need is yours. Um, That was very unexpected. The whole Sasha storyline, I don't know how I felt about that one. That one was a little off-putting, I guess. I mean, I knew that she wasn't, uh, you know, falling for Negan's story. But I don't know, the way they played that whole storyline was just a little weird for me. I I don't know if I liked it very much. Like how she was reacting to it or just like... Well, how she was just trying to play it off and and let Negan think that she was coming to his side. And then she kept going back and forth about how she needed to protect Rick's group and she didn't want to put them in jeopardy. 
Um, but she didn't want Negan to know that. And then you had Eugene come in and throw a little wrench into it. And then we had Rapey, whatever his name Dave. was, Rapey, Rapey Dave. Dave. Yeah. Rapey <clears throat> so I don't know. I, you just know I, I, I think I always find that that whole setup a little weird with Negan. Yeah. As far as like he captures someone who wanted to kill him. And it's that easy to then turn them just because you're making them turn. Well, because you're for, you know, it's just, it's. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't see that really humanly possible. Well, that's, I think that's kind of the part of it is he's like, here, have my knife. And if you kill him and choose to come to us, I'm going to like treat you like a queen. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get that. Why well, would they're he be trying so trusting? To, they're definitely trying to play it off as you keep your enemies closer. Yeah. You know, um, but I think, you know, we have argued this about this point for a while now that there's no way this guy Negan would have survived this long. You know, I mean, just uh, what happened with Rosita trying to shoot him. There would have been others that have been just like, oh, I'm just going to shoot the guy. I don't care. You know, there's no way this guy lives that long. And especially when he's challenging people like he is all the time and, and the whole thing with, with Sasha was the same kind of thing. You know, he was in her face and, and you know, and it's, it, it's almost a vehicle though, for the show to try to make the characters bind together a little bit more. Cause I still don't understand why he, Negan really cares all that much about these people over other people he's already got. Agreed. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. All, you know, it's kind of like what happened with uh, with uh, Carol at the Kingdom. You know, here's this whole community. Carol walks in and all of a sudden, uh, what's his name? He's just infatuated with her. Yeah. Right. So it's, you know, our, our, our gang becomes the center of attention in these communities whenever they show up. It's like um, we're supposed to feel like that these people already know them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I would feel like, you know, these people are pretty much just other people off the street, you know? But... But, you know, I do think, though, um, I do think I did like Sasha in this, to tell you the truth. I thought it was um, it was kind of interesting the way she played things, because I really honestly think she wasn't wavering on stuff as much as you may think. I think a lot of it was play acting. No, no, no. no. I totally agree with you. I know that. That's obvious. I'm just saying that. Going back and forth the way she was, and especially playing on Eugene, <clears throat> when she's trying to tell Eugene that she basically wants to kill herself, and Eugene is falling for it. Well, she then, obviously, right, she obviously felt that that, that Negan was going to leave the knife, mm-hmm. was going to let her have the knife, because, you know, Negan kind of caught her off guard going, you know, I'm not really going to give you this. Mm-hmm. And you can see her face like, fuck, you yeah. know, so... So she had to turn to a different tactic to try to get a weapon, and that's when she was playing Eugene. I know. And I just, I, I, there, something about that just rubbed me the wrong way. And and besides the fact that we didn't even see what happened when she actually entered the compound, I know. No, they, like, they skipped the, the entire part. All of a sudden, she's just in a jail cell. Like what happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, you had to go to AMC's website, and then they had pictures of her in the jail cell before the exactly. episode started. They totally. <laughs> well, hell, they even even their gave it away. add on even on their add on TV. Next I week know. on this, it showed her in a jail cell. Yeah. So, uh, or showed her in the room. But, you know, all of that being said, it was mm-hmm. a good episode. And I loved the ending because it's like getting us back to the to the comic book mm-hmm. again with mm-hmm. Dwight. Okay. So I like that part. W- what'd you think of the episode? 
Um, to tell you the truth, I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was great, but there are so many holes in the plot lines that it's almost, you know, it's <laughs> it's just really hard not to, not to point them out. But I, I love the action. I actually thought the Negan Sasha stuff was actually pretty good, to tell you the truth, Kim. I thought it was it, the the dialogue was kind of interesting and, and very tense. I like also these episodes where they have several plot lines running along side by side mm-hmm. instead yeah, of just an episode that's devoted. You know, I mean, I, I think our, our uh, track record with successful episodes when it's an episode with stuff running parallel is much higher than it is when they do these isolated episodes. Um, so I, that was a, definitely a plus for me. And I'll tell you what, the uh, Barnacled Walkers... Oh my very god, I cool. totally forgot about them. Very cool. Oh, uh, dead guys on a big boat. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Coming off that tanker. I thought yep. that was uh that was really cool. Those, Those are some awesome. really cool walkers they did. Yeah. Good. So we all liked it. Uh-huh. Yep, I would say so. So uh I guess we're starting off with what was going on in Hilltop, right? Right. Yeah, so douchebag Gregory. Mm. <laughs> That's a good name for him. Douchebag. What uh-huh. a fucking douchebag. Did he really think he could take Maggie out? I mean, come on. She's uh, pregnant and can kill a herd of walkers with one hand. That, I mean, that was actually kind of a weak hint that they even put in there. Like, well, I, I don't even know if that was needed. Well, I, to kill I think all yeah. it showed all it showed is that it crossed his mind for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't going to play on it, you know. But it just showed you that he has malevolence towards Maggie still, despite yeah. what he's saying. Hmm. And, you know, I, I I didn't have a real problem with it because, I mean, to me, it was just kind of like it flashed across his mind to do that. And he and he immediately was like, oh, man, that's crazy. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seemed like a me. natural process. Like mm-hmm. at some point during this whole evolution, this turnover of, of leaders, he's going to have to show that he's pissed off at some point. Right. Like yeah. the natural thing to think is, well, if I just take care of her then this won't be an issue and I can save face and keep right. the hilltop. Yeah. And I think actually the whole situation would have worked out better or would have worked out. Okay. Except Gregory had to lose face so bad after he wasn't able to kill that Walker. Mm-hmm. Right. And Maggie even tried to save the, save his situation by saying, you know, it's a first time kill for him or something <laughs> like that. You know, he's going to use it. And the other guy's like, that's not what he told us. Right. He's got so, his training pants on right now. Without a doubt, but he he totally totally lost face in that situation, and I think that was the last straw for him. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I don't know. I don't know if we really got that reaction from him at the end of that scene, but yeah, I agree that that's like, oh man, like talk about Matt. Yeah. I don't know if, someone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he would have. I don't know if he'd be running for the hills right now um, had it not ended that way. Oh, oh, and then Maggie actually kind of took away a bit of his thunder as well, though. Mm-hmm. When Gregory came out there and he was like, so what are you doing here? Right. And she said, well, you're bringing the doctor back, right? Yeah, right. Oh, right. Exactly. And you yeah, said yeah. you're bringing Dr. Carson back. Mm-hmm. Aren't said. you? Mm-hmm. And then he, he kind of pushed it off a little bit. So is let me ask you this. You know, we do have at one point uh, Negan mentioning that a little bird has told him that Rick's group is trying to do something. Is mm-hmm. it Gregory? Because I don't remember seeing anything in particular where Gregory actually said something. I, it could be just Simon had a feeling that some stuff was going on. 
Well, when Simon they? and Gregory were talking against the fence, we didn't hear everything they were talking about. That's true. They they kind of panned away, and they yeah. were sitting there talking you in the background. You could see them talking up close to yeah. each other, and then it was quiet on our end. We couldn't hear it. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Simon was saying, stop stepping on my lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that <laughs> what he's saying? Yeah, I think that's what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing is, I think, I think I would have imagined Simon would have reacted a lot more severely had he heard that it was, you know, Rick and, and that group that were doing it. You know, Gregory was insinuating that maybe someone on Hilltop may want to take over, but he wasn't insinuating, he, you know, as far as the dialogue we saw, he didn't say anything about Rick's group. No, that's true. And I would think if, you know, if, if Gregory was insinuating that Rick's group was taken over, then there would be a lot more action going on with that. Yeah, they would be, yeah, they'd be running down there to take, a, take care of Alexandria. Yeah. But we don't know what Eugene has said either. We don't. That's and we true. know we mm-hmm. know that Eugene can make his own bullets, so maybe Negan is just uh, assuming that Rick's uh-huh. group is getting ready to do something major since they have a bullet maker in their hands. Unless unless there's a snitch in the group. In Rick's group? Yeah. Hmm. Could be. Father Gabriel. No. No. It's not Father Gabriel. <laughs> Stop. Don't pick on come Father on. Gabriel. He it's finally came over. Yeah, I mean, come uh, on. With a, with, a, with a hunting rifle. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you got to put it out there. Maybe there yeah, is. True. Maybe there'll be something happens in the last episode that we see one of the Some betrayal. Not, some betrayal. An intrigue. Mm, good mm. thought, though. That is a good thought. It'll be interesting. You're wrong. Interesting. Wrong. 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 <laughs> what did he say? What did he say exactly? What did um did Negan say? Yeah, what did Negan say? Like Negan said, I heard or I had a little bird tell me that Rick and his group are thinking about doing something. Uh, okay. Hmm. So he you know, he mentioned them in particular, so maybe Dr. Carson, the new one. You know, uh, there's all kinds of people. How in tune people. was he though? You know, I don't know how to, in tune he was into that. Situation. Well, he knows all about Maggie. I mean, he's taking yeah, care but, of Maggie. But hiding out Maggie is one thing. It totally sounds like something that Gregory would let off. Like, well, Rick and them are kind of maybe, I don't know, not up to all well, that stuff. It's well, good. keep in mind, keep in mind, too, that a guy like Carson wouldn't know that that Maggie's a fugitive, necessarily. I mean, he, he, he could be thinking she's someone, you know, that recovering there. We, you know... He may have no clue that that they told Negan that she was dead. Well, true. I mean, there's no way to know until it's revealed to us. I suppose we could this speculate all day. It could be any number of people. It's, no, I think, but it's a good, it's a good thought. It's a good catch. I did think the um, the, but the actual uh, scene where uh, Gregory and and Maggie are fighting for the or fighting the uh, Walkers was just completely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you know what was ridiculous was her trying to get that blueberry plant out of the ground. No, because it that. took forever. Yes, and she's not even moving soil around. Yes, and she's having like a full conversation. <laughs> like I can understand being dis- distracted while you're having a conversation, but come on. Yeah. Like it, well, I now, mean, if you're upset in the that, situation, I would just rip the bush out of the ground. And you need two <laughs> bushes in order for them to produce, anyways, right? All right, getting technical again. Getting yeah. technical, yeah, but I, I don't know about hello. that. Hello. <laughs> But no, I just thought it was hilarious in that, uh, you know, Maggie goes up to to save him and and all of a sudden, somehow, 
somehow, and this is a discussion we need to have, somehow a walker sneaks up behind Gregory. I know, how it makes these, no noise coming through the brush. I know, how do these walkers surprise anybody? He was trying to tickle him. Well, not only that, not only that, Matt, and then you see in the background Maggie's rath- wrestling with the, <laughs> the oh, walker yeah, right. that she, she went to get. I mean, why didn't she just clobber him with the shovel? All of a sudden, she's occupied wrestling with and, this Well, thing. he's got, like, the, like, sharp knife, and she has, like, a dull spade that she couldn't even get a bush out of the ground with. Right. And yet she's <laughs> able to take down two walkers. Yeah, but it, but still, she's fighting with the walker instead of just clobbering the thing. Anyway, I just thought the whole thing was just pretty silly. It was a bit. And when he's like yelling out, "Help me!" But it was just yeah, a, you, it was just a setup for the four or five guys that were walking by. So, mm-hmm. oh, he just, didn't tell us. He told us he was a master killer. Really? Right. I mean, did well, they we, they acted very frustrated and put off when when that whole thing happened. The walkers, I mean, not the walkers, the the hilltop guys did that were walking past. I, I think that was like their final. I never would have gotten the sense that he would have been. Able to survive out there. Same here. So I don't know how these people thought would have thought that. Well, I guess he's he's done a lot of big talking. Yeah, they do. Um, him. Or what was what him. was what was his job again before all this? Wasn't he was part of that um, that building that historic building, the Barrett Hall or something? Oh, okay. I thought he was. Like, I thought he. I thought he had some kind of government job or something. You know, big wig or something. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not positive. I don't remember. Either. Kim should know that. I should know that. She's the, the news person. I mean, what you said is um, sounds familiar, that there's some sort of government thing involved, but I'm, I'm, I know he was part of that Barrett Hall thing. Well, he <laughs> knew like about the museum. Barrett Hall, that's for sure. I mean, he knew all about it, but I can't remember if that was if he was part of that group. But anyway. Either whatever. way, he was a say, smooth uh, talker. Yeah, I think he was like I'll a liquor you. connoisseur. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you one guy I feel bad for. Who? I feel bad for Cal. Who's Cal. Cal's the guy that's hit, that's kind of Gregory's assistant. Oh, yeah. uh, oh that has to take him to the compound? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get, here's poor Cal. He's probably innocent as hell. He doesn't know what the hell's going on, and all of a sudden he's going to be driving up to Negan's group. Yeah. That dude's a goner. Well, from what I figured, it was kind of like <laughs> he's a fairy service, Cal. and uh, <laughs> he's going to drop him off. Can we uh, can we take a moment of silence for Cal? <laughs> pre, I think so. A pre-moment yeah. of silence? Yeah. I yes, think we'd so take a moment of silence for both of them. Yes. Kim was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, they got to go up there and then come back and blah, blah. It's like, they're not, I don't think they're coming back. <laughs> they're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think Simon's invitation was a one-way trip. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think there's any return ticket. Hey, I got I got one quick question for you guys um, before before we go on to the next area, and that is, what was the discussion between um, Carl and uh, Enid about? Do you remember the people you killed? Or oh, what was that about? That was a little weird. I mean, she's killed people before, right? And she acts like was she acting she, like she's never she killed done walkers. It She's not killed a real person. I don't think we've seen her kill a real person. No, I think she killed walkers, the ones that were. Killing her parents, possibly killed her parents, but I don't remember seeing her actually kill someone. We always so, thought so she was. She we always was, thought she was evil. Yeah, right. Because it kind so, of so she was just Eden. trying to relate evil to ha- maybe having to kill somebody. Yeah, Is definitely. That what that was about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She was trying to get him to tell her what it felt like to kill a a person, a real person. Because they're going into person. a stressful situation where they're getting ready to engage the Oceanside people, mm-hmm. right? And so she's 
trying to like gear herself up to like what does it take to do what we're about to do what does it take uh a knife it takes and a gun takes two eyeballs <laughs> oh excuse me one one we do sufficiently well yeah it would take it takes a, beach ball sized lady nuts lady nuts yes it does <laughs> that was a classic line i want a t-shirt that says that nice yeah i thought you had a t-shirt that said that no but i do need one okay you could make me one her reaction in that whole scene maybe that was what made you feel like it was weird she showed no fear in that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because she even went in, when a guy got stabbed in the freaking neck. She went into the compound <laughs> after leaving Rosita with the idea that she's not coming back out, right? Like, so she's already kind of got it in her head that she's a goner, she's dead. Whatever happens from this point on, you know, it it happens. Evidently, from listening to Negan, I guess she, you know, while she may have caused a big alarm and so forth. I don't know if she killed that many people, if, if at all. Because, he, you know, he's talking about being a man down when he's talking about Rapey Dave. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, you know, she took out a bunch of the uh, saviors in there. Yeah, we only saw her take one out when she was going in yeah. from the, season, or from the uh, episode before. I think, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's terrible that they didn't show what happened to her. I do, too. It's like I mean, Fear what? the Walking Dead all over again. Oh, no, it's not that bad. It was pretty bad. It's not seven <laughs> days missing. It was like nine. she got caught. Nine days. Nine? Okay. This is like nine hours are missing. And mm-hmm. we don't know who she attacked, how far <laughs> she got into the compound, did she come across Negan at all? In The Walking Dead, nine hours is like five storylines completely <laughs> gone. Wow. Wow. But a lot could have happened, you know, and uh-huh. it's it yeah. just really sucks. Or a lot could have not happened, and that's why they didn't say it. Well, that's the point. It's like if you're going in there and you and nothing does happen, like what the hell is the point of you going in there? I wasn't bothered by the fact they didn't show that, honestly. I mean, she I, came around the corner and somebody clocked her with a rifle bar- yeah. barrel. Yeah, she's like, damn it. Only got two steps inside. Yeah. Spoiled again. I mean, she, she's yeah. running in the place having to shoot someone. Mm-hmm. So right around the corner, someone might have been around. Eugene was there, like, eating a pickle. Uh, whatever. It was just disappointing. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. But it's not because, they, okay, they have two episodes left. Move on with it. Let's get to the S- war. S- Stuart, you're wrong. Just face it. I'm just like, they, they've had enough stuff that's like wasting time. I mean, okay, Daryl in the pantry downstairs having his moment to talk about. Oh, last episode? Yeah, yeah. Talk about his feelings and so like, come on. Whatever. <laughs> you know, um,. When the whole rape scene, the almost rape scene, I really liked that scene. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we finally saw that part of Negan. However, it also brings up the question of, okay, he doesn't like rape, but what is he doing to the people that he so-calls, his so-called wives? Mm-hmm. Right. Which pretty That's much essentially the raping them. Right. Yes. It, just, it just shows you a little bit further into his skewed psyche mm-hmm. on, um, you know, the fact that, what he considers rape is not necessarily what we would consider rape. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he doesn't have that rational thing. And, and and he thinks, to him, it's coming to her to be her savior. And instead, it's, you know, it's it's pretty horrible what he did. Yeah. And his his rationale for it is just insane. He's utilizing it for his own benefit. But at the same time, it is... 
from the comic books that's actually um, consistent with him. Yes, very consistent. Although he's even more weird in the comic books about it, I think. If you took yes. his dialogue, that he, what he was saying to Sasha, and if you put it into a gentle, caring voice, it would be, it would be very um, soothing, what he says. Like a greeting card? Uh-huh, exactly. Okay. No, but I mean, seriously, you know, all, the dialogue that he says and so forth to her would be making you feel pretty good. His diabolical way of of presenting it, though, you know, the way the phrase is not necessarily the phrasing. It could be even the same phrasing. It's just the way he he uh, enunciates it makes it completely the opposite. Yeah. Instead of comforting, it's creepy. Super creepy. Yeah. So it makes me seem or it makes me feel like his definition of rape is something violent. Right. And so if he can get these women to be submissive because he's putting their family at risk or putting their lives at risk. And then eventually they're saying yes to him just Mm -hmm. because they don't want to die. Then that's okay. Well, he's shown them the logical option for them to survive. Mm -hmm. And if they agree with that logical option, then, then fine. And that's exactly what he showed her too. Well, and he like, and that's kind of how he was dealing with Sasha too, right, with the knife. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, you could just join our side in our cause, mm-hmm. and you'll have everything in the world. And it's the same thing he put in front of Eugene. I think I mean, a lot of it also has to do with the fact that Negan. It's wrong if if he didn't do it. You know, if someone else does it, it's wrong for him. Not necessarily. I mean, if you saw one of the other, uh, one of his minions grandstanding with Sasha like he was doing, um, he might kill them too. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and, maybe maybe not necessarily as long as they're still playing by his rules, though. I mean, mm-hmm. as long as they're playing by his rules, yeah, of, cor- of course, of course he's always the top dog. But, right. I mean... He lets his guys go out on their own and patrol uh-huh. and, and do all uh-huh. their own thing and and trust that they're following his rules. When he sees his rules broken, that's where he, he loses right. it. Right. Oh. That was a creepy scene with yep. with Rapey no Dave. With, uh-huh. with the just him or with With Negan? just Rapey Dave when he's like going into her cell and is like, uh-huh. oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I can give you some water. And he like leans in close and whispers in her ear. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah, oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was gross. <clears throat> Let me, what did he say? He said, uh, how much do you want water or yes. something like that? Yes. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah. That was, Ugh. that was very creepy. And then when yep. Negan comes and stabs him in the neck. That was a super clean stab, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Just uh-huh. straight in like butter. It was. But, uh, well, uh-huh. it was Rapey Dave. He was like butter. That uh, he had a knife that was probably two necks long too. <laughs> he could have done yeah. two people at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the other guy who was standing behind him was like, "Ooh, shit!" Kind of one closer. <laughs> but that I, I was a little shocked at that. That she wasn't more showed more emotion at that point. Yeah, she was I would have been shit in my pants. Yeah, right she then. was tough. I thought she did. I mean, I thought she did show more emotion. No, not not a lot. Not at that point. She was showing more at the end. Like when Eugene comes back with just those pills, and mm-hmm. she's like, "God damn it! I wanted a knife." Uh, it might have been right. not as much emotion as I would have, because I'd be like, "Oh my god, fucking let me out of here!" <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't usually do that. So. Oh, I know. Well, Which is why I do that at the DMV. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is why he values Sasha so much, by the way, is because she has shown herself to be a strong fighter mm-hmm. and effective fighter. And mm-hmm. she would be a, a valuable asset to his team. Yeah. But, you know, her characters become kind of a um, a character that's there to support other characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think I think we definitely are seeing the end of Sasha. But I think a lot of the characters, if you're saying if you're using that argument, I think a lot of the characters in our Rick's group has gone mm-hmm. have gone through that mm-hmm. that transition. Mm-hmm. And come back again. Because Maybe. she was a strong force at some point. And I think if mm-hmm. they let her play out and let her stay, she could be that strong force oh, again. I mean, they, I mean, they have to kind of keep it vague as to where, if anybody's going to die at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's especially give, at, I mean, they're giving her the grand exit. They're going to give her the play to make a grand exit. Well, they yeah, they already gave her the Which is what the they play. do with a lot of the characters. But the last episode, die. you thought she was almost dead. Yeah. yeah, and then now she's like asking for, oh, I gotta commit suicide. Well, of course, which is faking it. Right. Yeah, I don't think there was anybody. Was there anybody who thought she was really going to kill herself? No, no, no. no. But again, no. Eugene screwed up. Yeah, but she could uh-huh. still use that to her advantage if she can get close enough to Negan what, and give him those drugs. Yeah. Yeah, but you see it in her face, the disappointment. Like, well, of God course, damn because it. it's going to be harder. Eugene, mm-hmm. it's easier for her to just slice his neck or whatever. Yeah, I think she, I think she's moving on to Plan C. Yes, whatever that may be. Yes, but you know what? I don't think she's gonna die though. During you this don't? Whole, no, I bet she'll die next season. She's already set up as being dead. She's not gonna die. Mm. She's a goner. I would be fine with that, but I, I she's a goner. Just from what we know in the news, I know <laughs> with the news, but whatever. She's a goner. The they haven't even started filming season eight yet. Ain't gonna be around for it. Oh, we didn't tell you about that, did we? They started filming season eight. No, oh, they? but they do no, start next month. <laughs> next month. They will very yeah. soon, yeah. We're heading down to mm-hmm. Sonoy. We got an apartment. You wish. Really? No. Right in the middle that's, of Alexandria. That's kind of, that's, kind of uh, that's a little stalker creepy. Yeah, actually, and Sonoy's kind of boring. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who are doing it. Yeah, Sonoy's a little <laughs> and boring. And they're a little stalker creepy. <laughs> Sonoy is not boring. It's cute. It's boring. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Eugene. Yes, Eugene. So Eugene is uh, still on the dark side. Yeah, I'm gonna just say I was wrong last week in our podcast. Why? Would I you had say? hope for him. Screw him. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm shocked at that too. I don't think there's much hope for Eugene left, unless there's just like an in the moment kind of situation. He has no plan. I still contend it would be great if he became a bad guy, a yeah. real bad guy. No, I think um, he definitely didn't show that tendency during this episode. For him. Mm-hmm. He was trying to be nice, but he was not going that nice. No, he, was, he played coward. He was the yep. coward the whole time. Now, I mean, he did show little balls by trying to help out Sasha. But, yeah. you know, if they let him become truly evil, I think it would be good for the show, to tell you the uh, truth. His explanation of how, how good it was under mm-hmm. Negan's rule kind of mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, that's over. Eugene's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he just said they keep me safe. Yeah. But, I mean, don't but he, you... Yeah, but he was trying to convince her mm-hmm. she would be safe as well. It's the right. good play for her to good be safe play. as well. Mm-hmm. Don't you wonder, though, what he's going to do when Rick's group does attack? Like, he's going to be thoroughly confused, and who does he go with? Who does he help out? Well, it's kind of like what Scott was saying in the last podcast. He goes with the easy, easy out. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 Rick's they'll guys, probably find him cowering in a corner somewhere. Yeah, if Rick's guys end up actually defeating Negan and them, mm-hmm. yes, Eugene's gonna be like, "Oh God, thank God you guys are here." But mm-hmm. if not, then he's gonna be like, screw him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick with Negan. So, it, but you know, he, he just better hope it is not Rosita that finds him cowering yeah. in the corner. Yeah, very true. Or she'll kill him. Yeah, she'll chop his balls off and hand them to him. Especially, especially if she finds out that Sasha was killed or something. Because of his actions. Yep. True. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. And that may be how we lose Eugene. I, I do think Eugene is is, um, you know, he may be around for a bit for next season, but I think he's a goner. Yeah, but, you know, still, I don't see Eugene ever turning evil, per se. Like, even if he were to stick with Negan's group, he's an opportunist. He always Mm -hmm. has been. But I don't think that he would... I don't think he would give Rick's group up to serve Negan's needs, either. No, he's just a wimp. I think he's just... I I mean, sadly, I kind of think they, they set what you're saying up this week, that he won't, because... You know, they played hard on the coward part, which is a shame. I was kind of hoping maybe they would play hard on Eugene getting balls under Negan's group. You know, with him, when he started bossing people around and stuff like that, I kind of kind of thought, okay, all right, I can see this. You know, that's that's cool. That's, Eugene's Eugene's found his niche, and yeah. uh, they went but, neutral with him. Yeah, they went neutral. Where they, they went they vanilla. Could, yeah, they could go either way. On he he actually even uh, mentioned what I said last week. He was talking about how. Uh, when he was in the RV. Well, that's why like, you listen oh. to this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, it was his 30 minutes of freedom. That's right. It was mm-hmm. like the proudest 30 minutes. He, I think he said it was the proudest 30 minutes he had or something. Yeah, like that. yeah of his life. Yep. yep. So yep. he understood how important it was to be the hero, but yet he didn't want to be the hero anymore. So. Well, it's obvious that he's also trying to convince himself that he's doing the right thing when he told... Sasha that Abraham would have wanted her to come over to Negan's side and then he stopped himself and he was like no right. that's not a, that's not at all what he would have wanted. Well, he, hmm. he saw the look on her face and he's like I can't pull that one off. Yeah. Never mind. He knows he's bullshitting her mm-hmm. and himself. Yep. Mhm. So. Yeah, I just was kind of hoping they would play more on Eugene being you know the boss. Um yeah. than they are uh, to me, that's a to me again. You know, I've said it the last couple of weeks. That's a little disappointing to me. Well, and I mean, shit, Negan's treating him like the boss a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's giving yeah, him, he's giving him, he's giving him yeah, control. But he, but he gave all that away in this episode by talking about how he was just a coward and so forth like that. You know, he took all that. I know, but I'm just saying, for some weird reason, Negan's putting him on a pedestal. Yeah, again, um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But no. all right, so. Yeah, I think move on to Oceanside because there was a lot that was going on there too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that was that was where I was, I, from the start I was saying that there was a little conflict as to pe- what people were saying, and I I didn't actually feel that. I mean, they went in and took over Oceanside and said that we're you know, were taking all your guns and can I can I say this right off the bat? Yeah, <laughs> if these people were so secretive and hiding away so far like that. How do you get within the distance of being able to see in the camp? Yeah. I mean, why do they not... They wouldn't have people posted out in the woods. Or bombs be, or something. Yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? It's like it, it's like last week with the damn... The, the building and being able to shoot down into the thing. And not have not anybody much, guard though. this thing. Not as much, though. No, because they're, they're, I think, 
Yeah, but they're secluded. I think more so. They're secluded. Yeah, but they are secluded. But, you know, you would still, if you're that scared of anybody finding you, you're going to have lookouts out there in the woods beyond the wall. Yes, if you're successful, yes. But obviously they're not successful. They've been hiding there a while. And we don't want them to be too successful because then they would have killed Rick and all his people. I know, but I just, that's what I mean. I mean, to me, it was a huge plot hole. I was just like, really? You can just kind of slide up and take over? No problem. I agree. I totally agree with you. And how did this big-ass barge land ashore with nobody knowing it? Well, I think, (laughs) I don't know if they, I don't know if they didn't know about it or, I mean, I, 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 I don't think it was meant to be like there was an invasion of walkers there. I just think that that was... Just a cool picture they were showing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I said barge, but it's actually a large ship. Yeah, tanker. I mean, it's very tanker. possible that thing has been there for a while, and it's just taken them that long. I know, to get but out. you you even noticed it. It was like when they were on that beach before, because mm-hmm. that was the same approach shot when they were coming up the beach. Mm-hmm. There was nothing on the beach before that huge tanker. I don't think that seen. tanker just showed up then. You don't think so? No, it looked like it had been there a long time. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been drifting for a while, but I don't know. I mean, it was most of the way sunk. I mean, those, those, well, those walkers were definitely rotten, right? Like, they'd yes. been in the water for a long time, yes. not just right. inside mm-hmm. of a boat yeah. cruising around. You don't get a barnacle on you <laughs> without being in the water. So that's what I'm saying. I think that that ship was probably there for a while, and it mm-hmm. just took them a while to get out. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the panel rusted off. They maybe. all got out. Yeah. Okay. Or that's, or that's maybe they possible. fell into the ocean and they're just now up on the shore. Or maybe they've been just wandering around on the damn beach there forever. No matter what, they were awesome. Yeah. They were very Some awesome. of the best walkers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jack Sparrow would have been proud. Yes, because he yes he he makes sure all of his pirates have barnacles on them. Yes, our uh-huh. barnacles. But I still, you know, the takeover Alexandria or a takeover of Oceanside was a little. Uh, Silly with ease, considering these ladies had all these weapons and so forth. Yes. And Tara found it very easy to sneak into um, uh-huh. What's-Her-Face's house. What's her name? Natanya? Natanya. That's the old yeah. lady, right? Yep. Yeah. Did you notice Did you notice when she was talking to the little girl who had caught the fish, uh, the little girl said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go clean it, and she ran off, and she ran by the uh, corner of the building where they had shot it. Um, Yes, there were bullet bullet holes in the building. Yeah, there were bullet holes yeah. where they had sh- shot at what's her name, Tara. Um, yeah, Tara. Anyway, I thought that was kind of a cool little touch. It was. But again, you know, they take over this place, and these ladies have all the guns in the arsenal. Mm-hmm. No one's even carrying around a gun, except for maybe a pistol here or there. Right. They only go to get them when they're being attacked. But like, <laughs> could you save some time and just carry one around? Yeah, I mean, I would. I, I just don't <laughs> I see agree. where they could not have have guards posted around and stuff like that. It doesn't make any sense. Well, Kim, what's your explanation? You seem like you have an explanation for that. No, 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 no. I have nothing. I have nothing. Okay. They're just naive, um, and they should be more protected. But nonetheless, they got taken over by Rick's group. And, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people are saying, well, in this episode, Rick's group are the bad guys because mm-hmm. they left these women and children defenseless. I did not see it that way at all. Well, and I think that's uh, that's how uh, Rick was explaining it to Terry. He was saying you don't have to say you're sorry, mm-hmm. or you uh-huh. don't have to feel sorry about this. Which I was a little confused. Like, well, I mean, she feels bad that she's ratting these people out for what they have. 
Uh and and taking their supplies. And at the end, she says, you're right. I don't need to feel sorry because they're going to defend, at least in their minds, they're going to go defend these people as well. Exactly. They will not defend themselves. Yeah. If they lose... Well, I mean, it's they obvious. Be sorry. Then they're screwed. I mean, Rick Rick is channeling his his inner Negan right now, and in yeah. in because of necessity, he's not doing it because he's evil. He's not. He's not. Thank God, he's not crazy, Rick. I can't stand crazy, Rick. Um, but he's you know he's having to do some ugly things to to get the job done for this war against Negan and. Uh, so he's having to do the same thing that Negan's people did to them. He's having to raid this community and steal all their guns. Right. Mm-hmm. I was a little and surprised when he was leaving. They're like, do we have to take them all? And he was like, yeah, we have to take them all. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Father Gabriel asked that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I did say that. I mean, I, 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 to me, I thought that the same thing. I was kind of like, would you not leave at least some guns right. for them to yeah. defend themselves with? Do you, um, I mean, do you really know how many you need? You're just going to take everything they have? Yeah, and 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 it still plays. It still <laughs> plays to me on one of the biggest busts on the plot lines of this season. Why in the hell does he trust the garbage dump people over anybody? Yeah, very. True. I mean, really, he's going to steal all the guns from these people, take all their defenses away, and they go hand them to people that can't even form a full sentence. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? I, I, I have I still don't know where they've demonstrated any reason to trust them. Okay, here's a community that has been able to stay under the radar from Negan, even though they've been mm-hmm. attacked before. Mm-hmm. Why don't they take these people and get the fuck out of there? And like go north, go somewhere the else. Oceanside well, they people? might. They might. Yeah. Why don't they? Because the Oceanside people didn't want to go. Well, some of them didn't want to. No, go. no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying these people have stayed under the radar. Even though Negan and them had killed all their men, they went and hid somewhere, have their guns. Why can't Rick and their people do that? Fucking run away. Because Why they're they tired have to... of running. They're, Fuck it. They want to settle down. They got these nice houses in Alexandria. Really? White they got running fences. water? They, yeah, they got beds to sleep in. Kind of. Yeah, sort but of you're, you're, you're risking like losing at least half the population of people that are alive to do it. Yeah, but it's freedom. It's if, just... I were, if I were in their shoes, it would be okay if it wasn't me who got killed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Scout would stay at Oceanside and be like, listen, you guys fight. There are uh-huh. so many little... I'm going to hang out with the ladies. There's... I'm back here with them. <laughs> There's so many little communities around there that are under Negan's rule. Yeah. And they can't all f- they can't all run. Where would they all go? They so... obviously can because Oceanside wasn't found. That's one community, though. Well, yeah, but Oceanside was, was got, got away because... This was only part of their community that ran right. into the All woods. All their men died. Most of most of them were killed. Know, but they, what these I'm are just the refugees. They have not found this community. Okay, no, no but if, if they have not found this community, there is a chance. There is a place to hide. Are we yeah. assuming this community? This community is on an island, right? Supposedly. Well, I mean, even our guys in the episode had to get on a boat to go over there, right? That on, we saw on this the episode, I don't remember. The yeah. Yes, they the, did. They did. did. They got on the boat. Yes. They were ferrying each other across across the water on yeah. the boat. Remember, they drove the RV and, and the motorcycle up to the water, and then they had to get it in the boat and go across. Okay. I go to Jekyll. I like Jekyll. My point is, <laughs> my point is <laughs> that no matter how many times they run, they're going to always encounter people like Negan, no matter where they go. And if you have all these communities that are working together to fight 
this Negan character, the next time somebody comes along, they're more prepared to do the same thing again. I know, but uh, uh, back to Scott's point, <laughs> the big insurance that they have right now is the garbage people. And, like, they could be like, meh, we don't feel like doing it. No, I totally understand. because <laughs> like, the, Except they the, wouldn't use that. They would say, nah, not gonna. Yeah, they're going to be yeah, like, we are, not, we are not satisfied. Bring I mean, us more cans of beans. The junkyard people have not shown <laughs> that they can even fight yet. No, no, they haven't shown know. any evidence of anything that anything they can do. anything about them other than they like to stand around like statues. Yeah, and they're really weird and, and they like carpets. And they created that really cool sticky walker. They made yeah, a sticky walker. Okay, but, but if oh, they had an army of sticky walkers. Yeah. Like the Sandspur walker. Then the Sandspur, that would be. <laughs> and that would be awesome. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, but, you know, also getting back to a little bit on the defense of the Oceanside group is um, just because Rick says their group's going to fight Negan, there's not a whole lot of evidence to make the Oceanside people to believe that that means anything. Agreed. Um, Agreed. You know, because Rick's group, as far as they can see, is not exactly huge. Right. And and Rick says there's other communities with them, but they don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you know. it could be communities that are like four or five people like Rick and right. his people are. Um, and, and I, I and think that grandma was correct in saying, like, mm-hmm. yeah, we tried this before. You guys forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Natalia, Natalia's reaction to it is perfectly understandable. Natanya. Na- or Natanya, excuse me. Sorry. Because, I mean, Jesus, her, her whole group has been ravaged and beaten and stolen and had members killed and so forth like that. And that's why they ran off into the woods. Mm -hmm. They're scared rabbits. A lot of them. So, you know, this guy comes in and wants to steal all their guns and says he's going to take on the saviors, which they have already discovered are huge because the saviors came in and devastated their community. Yeah. I I can certainly understand where she'd be like, Oh, hell no. Oh, Mm -hmm. hell no. Don't get me wrong. I still think they will be involved. The ocean side, you think they'll fight? Yeah, yeah at well, least some of them will. It looked like half of them wanted to fight, anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. They were just trying to be nice to Natanya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy and her group, they'll probably. I think they'll end up in the battle at some point. I think I do too. I think it's break time. Is it? Is it? All right. All right. We are going to take a break. We will be back in a moment. And we're back. <laughs> Doing our best Norman Reedus. I'm sorry, folks. They were flipping me the bird, so we are now Because you deserve it. Break. Yeah, I know. I know. Scott doesn't deserve it. He's a good man. Speaking of Norman Reedus, so when he showed up with the um, crossbow at the end there, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally not Norman Reedus. <laughs> it was not that Norman was... Reedus. Who was it? No, Austin so Emilio. Our, so our group gets back with the guns back to the compound and they find Rosita there and we get a little surprise maybe not a surprise but a little ending well it was a surprise that Dwight was actually at Alexandria and in the prison mm-hmm. cell yeah, yeah totally 
But it wasn't a surprise that Dwight was the one who helped them at the end last week. Right. It was a surprise yeah. for Daryl, especially. I mean, he just, like, went off. He was like, oh, let me at him. Testosterone. You know, <laughs> yes. Normus Reedus. Norman Norman Reedus. Is, Normus Reedus. <laughs> is really enormous. Uh, is really running with Reedus. the animal sounds these days. Yeah. <laughs> I think he ate, like, a handful of hot dogs on the way to fight him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And rubbed him in his hair. All right. Um, anyway, so that was that was pretty cool that we ended up with Dwight in Alexandria wanting to help the group. And then Rick brought out eh, a little bit more of his inner Negan at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Get when down. he told him to get on his knees. So do you believe, Dwight, that he wants yes, to help them? absolutely. I do, too. Totally. And sadly, though, even like I said last week, I think he's destined for a sad ending because... He doesn't have a home in Alexandria either. I think this ending of this show is a sad ending for him. I mean, it's not his ending, but I'm just saying that, like, I mean, he's in a screwed position at the moment. Like, right. like we That's were saying, I mean, he doesn't like, fit in at either mm-hmm. community anymore. Not at all. I mean, you saw it with Daryl was like ready to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And which I honestly, again, I was a little surprised that he was, that was like his first reaction. Oh, I'm gonna kill that guy. Like, I mean, I understand. Well, don't forget, you know, he was also present when Negan beat um, beat people to death and so forth at the beginning Although, of the yeah, season. Yeah, and Daryl was there when uh, Denise got killed, too, right? Denise yep. got shot in the eye oh, and it right. was him. Exactly. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so, Dwight's uh, done a lot of crazy-ass shit. So there's been, there has been, like, the, the constant headbutting between those two characters. Exactly. All um, the way back from when he found him in the woods. That's true, and, and he stole his and bike. he stole his bike. Yep. And the crossbow again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I am really excited for this part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. I agree totally. I, I've, I've wanted to see Dwight get some redemption because I know he's been leaning that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, I was definitely, uh, definitely pleased with that plot change. Me too. So yay for next week. Yep. Next week looks like it's going to be. Pretty wild. It's yeah, it's built up to be pretty fucking crazy. I know. I can't yeah, believe I it's so. already the end. I just hope it gets crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. If they don't do something to top, well, they can't top last season. If they the if, end of last season. If they do like five minutes of just like songs and going around like seeing where looking, everyone is again, yeah, I'm looking gonna at be people's like, faces. God damn it. Just fucking get into the show. I really think they I, should bring in those six million dollar man sound effects. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I, I was actually really pissed when this one ended because I felt like they just geared up to actually do something, which is mm-hmm. what the show was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But right when it didn't happen and it was the end, I was like, God damn it! Well, it's obviously this is this season is not going to end with any kind of closure, so. Yeah. Um, so just expect that you know it'll be a lot more gearing up next week, and then it'll be a long wait until we see what happens. God, Kim, Scott, that's disappointing. You don't think there's any anything else going to happen? Um, I mean, there, there's, there'll be some stuff that happens. I mean, but I don't think there's going to be any real resolution to anything. It's not like Negan's going to get killed. No, it's the it's the beginning of the end. Yes. Or the end into the beginning. Okay, Kim. So, Kim, how about, what was your hit in this episode? Well, my hit we just talked about, and that was the whole Dwight storyline. 
Okay. I'm really excited from a comic book reader to get to this point in the story and to see where they take it on the TV show. Okay. We don't want to know what happens. I was so. saying, that's all I'll say about that. Same. So keep that to yourself. Yeah. What's your hit, Scott? All right. My hit is, um, believe it or not, is Rick channeling his inner Negan. Really? Yeah. I liked, I really liked watching Rick, you know, get tough and do what he had to do. I mean, I, I liked it because I really, really, really do not like Crazy Rick. I I just hate that character. And I like Rick getting tough and a little mean without going over to his, you know, getting his wrestling haircut going and so forth, um, <laughs> getting the shakes and all that crap. No, I think uh, I think uh, Rick, you know, getting getting going on uh, what needs to be done in this episode was, was something that I liked seeing. So that was my hit. Cool. Stuart? Um, my hit was actually, surprisingly, uh, the Carl and Enid scene. Really? No, not at all. That was terrible. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> no, my my hit was uh, Tara flipping that kid off. Oh, that was oh, hilarious. That, that was good. And she lingered on it, too. Yeah, she did. She's like, all right, flipped her off. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was what is it, Margaret? Good. She says, see you, Margaret. Yeah. Flipping her off. That's <laughs> oh, great. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was definitely my hit. I don't know if people remember, but she flipped her off in, in that earlier episode, too, when she left. Yep. Yep. Kim, what was your miss? Um, miss. My miss was, going back to Sasha, I just um, really think that there was a missed opportunity there with the whole Sasha storyline with Negan. And I would have really liked to see Sasha kick some butt when she entered into the sanctuary. Um, and we missed all that. And then... The back and forth of, okay, is Sasha seriously going over to Negan's side? Or is she sticking with Rick? And is she playing him? And now Eugene's involved. It was just convoluted to me. And it just, it wasn't a very strong, they weren't strong scenes, I guess. Sasha, on the other hand, was very good. She was very good at delivering the lines and making it believable, especially when Eugene was on the other side of the door and she was trying to convince him that her time was up mm-hmm. and that she wanted mm-hmm. to kill herself to protect Rick's group. And Very that grin convincing. came on her face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was mm-hmm. awesome. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was impressive. It was just the story. I just it it left something to be desired. You and you and I are differing on that one. I mm-hmm. thought I, I did think those scenes were good. I did think that that interaction was one of the few that I actually really liked between Negan and someone directly. Mm-hmm. I think they were good but, too, but there was there was something different about it, and like the interaction with Negan especially, like yeah. she mm-hmm. definitely didn't have uh, the fear of him for one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was definitely right. very confident in what she was doing, which is fine. I mean, I understand she's like kind of going in kamikaze, as he even said, and we knew she was mm-hmm. going to die, but it was just. There was um, there was something different about the interaction, almost very much more friendly about the interaction between the two of them. It was all was just a, kind of a letdown to me. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, part of the letdown could be that they didn't let us see what happened. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. I was expecting her to go in and die or to take out several of his men, and we didn't see any of that happen. 
Not that I want her to die. I don't want her to die at all. She was fantastic in the episode. It was she just was. The, the story behind it was just not good. So that's my hit. Yeah. My miss. I mean, my miss. What a miss. Yeah. So what about um, you? My, my, my miss, unfortunately, came out to a tie, I have to say. Um, and we discussed both of them. But part of, part of it, maybe it's because I'm so fixated on the fact that how do you allow a three-story building to be over Negan's compound and let riflemen get up there that's bugging the shit out of me? But but the whole thing about you being able to get that close to the Oceanside's compound without anybody knowing, uh-huh. to me, is just absolutely ridiculous. And and then the other thing is that the the fighting scene with, with uh, Maggie and Gregory, um, I just thought that was a little silly. <laughs> <laughs> the way that went down. I would agree on that one. Actually, that was that was probably one of my bigger misses as well. How does a walker sneak up on you? It happens Please. all the time. Okay, I know, not even not even the, the to me not even the sneaking up part. It was just like the whole that that whole kind of scene with those two. It just seemed very unneeded at especially at this juncture in the storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it seemed. Odd. Yeah, I mean, Stu, there was you, a, a you bring weird, up a good the point. weird arguments that were happening. Like, why are you here? He was arguing with her, and she's like, "Well, you know, I mean, it was it was just like what, but you know, what you is bring that up proof a good point, Stu. Right I mean, we've already seen enough. We've already seen enough to feel like Greggy Greg would leave to go to sanctuary. Right. I mean, we don't we didn't need another scene that enforced the fact that Greg would leave. Right. Um, he's already given us enough indicate you know, indications that they could slip off in the middle of the night and run off to sanctuary. So I think you're right. I mean, actually, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way, but I, I wonder if that scene was ever really needed at all. None. Unless they just wanted to check in on the hilltop a little bit more and, and make him look like more of a pussy than they've already made him look like. They could have done that just by stopping with Maggie talking about gardening. Yes. And Gregory looking on with, you know, give him a disgusted look. And the next thing you know, he's talking to poor, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Cal about hitting the road. Yeah. Cal, go pack a bag. That's right. Bring the best tequila. Mm-hmm. Stu, what was your big miss? Oh, man. My big miss was probably the earlier scene I talked about with Carl and Enid. <laughs> and- <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, um... It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like the big miss. I, I, I wouldn't say this is a big miss. My question mark on the whole thing was probably what uh, was even brought up during our conversation. Not a prepared miss. Was, okay, you've got all these barnacle walkers that are coming in. And the boat that we we're saying, okay, I, I thought, okay, that boat wasn't there. You guys said, okay, well, maybe the boat was possibly there at some point. Uh, and these guys just broke through. And they just broke through right when Rick and their group came in. Convenient, huh? Yes. Well, well hold on, hold on. Um, keep in mind that I don't necessarily think that they just broke through because Rick and, and their folks have shown up. I mean, I think there's been walkers walking around on the on the beach for a while. Okay. Um, but it was the whole thing with the explosions and so forth that attracted them. Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And caused but, them to converge on okay, Oceanside. I'm, I'm not giving up on my miss here. Not going to give up. Okay. I'm, I'm going to fight you on I'm going to be a winner on this miss. <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> was that not the cheesiest fight scene when they were fighting all the walkers? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. That. Sorry. <laughs> 
when yeah. they're all like, oh, all right, well, let's make a perimeter and we'll start taking them out. You know what it and reminded it was like, me of? We're going to prove these Oceanside people how worthwhile we are and protecting them. It was, well, I it, think it was it, more to show it, the unity between the two groups. I know, but it was so cheesy. It was really. Oh, sure. It was oh, very sure. cheesy. It reminded me of a fight scene in the Power Rangers. Oh, totally. And then like one of the uh, walkers would just grow to be like. Ten stories tall. Yeah, and have like an extra head or something. But then there was that woman from the ocean side. What the hell? From the ocean side who was like. That would have been awesome. She jumped in and just like got into her power stance mode. Uh-huh. Did you see that? And she was holding a knife. And then she goes and like very cleanly yeah. kills one by stabbing it in the brain. It was yeah. like so Power Rangers mode. It was crazy. Wow. I, I, I don't know the thing about the Power Rangers. I, I can't check relate it out. to that There's part of it. There's a new movie coming out. Okay. But I yeah, really the, don't want to check the it little, out. And then the little girl that Tara keeps flipping off, like, killed one, too. Yeah. She jumped in there. And yeah, then, that, that one actually was pretty funny. It, yeah. it, the, the funny thing... She just needed to go, hi the, Yeah, the funny thing about that scene, too, was that, like, our group was all shooting them mm-hmm. when they know how to kill them. And... Right. They know they need to be conserving ammo. Yes. And then, like, all the Oceanside people were up there standing up there stabbing them in the head. Like, good point. I tell you, you know what cracked me up? I mean, in all seriousness, <laughs> was they're all up there with guns just blowing these things away. And there's Daryl shooting off one arrow. Yes. <laughs> and having to reload and then shoot another arrow. Yeah. So they're like killing five, and Daryl's killing like one. I think he got a squirrel during that, too. <laughs> I think so. He was hungry. <laughs> All right, well, we had a ton of listener feedback from oh, that yeah? episode. Oh, really? Did we? Did we? did. We have listeners? A lot of listeners. Yeah. So we. One is named Scott. We all One love. One is named Kim. Thank you to everyone who's been <laughs> tuning in lately because y'all have been awesome. Yeah, really. So, I'll tell you what, we're getting, we're getting a lot of uh, feedback from folks. It's great. Yeah. All right, so this first one, forgive me if I butcher your name because I think I'm going to. Jean Laravière? Laravière? Sure. Okay. Forgive me, Jean. And it starts with sure. Said sure. (laughs) (laughs) No. Said sure was a great episode. Good. Cool. Uh, Rebecca off Twitter said, I would say Negan's pretty accurate for next week's TWD finale. Yeah, she is referring to a picture that she posted of Negan from the first episode in which she said, or Negan was saying, you can breathe, you can blink, you can cry. Hell, you're going to be doing all of that. Oh, gotcha. Remember? Yes. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) David Valentine said, next week better be good or I'll be mad. The whole season of being kicked in the groin better have a huge payoff. <laughs> I, I don't like think getting thinking. kicked in the groin ever has a huge payoff. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> There's no trade-off no. good enough. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Here we go off uh, Twitter said, I think we're about to turn on DEFCON 5. Sunday is going to be insane. All right, Fan Mom said, Great episode, but I'm worried about Sasha, Eugene, and Maggie, and if we can trust Dwight. And what is Gregory up to? Oh, we know Seriously. what Gregory's up to. Gregory's up to no good. Leslie Stanzik posted on our Facebook page. <laughs> well, look at that. Negan is not completely devoid of morals now, is he? And I love the irony in this episode. Negan shutting the absolutely sickening shit of rape down for one woman, while the ever-loved good guys just left a whole community of women and children with zero protection. Hmm... Is good really good, and is bad really bad? Because to me, tonight, Rick and that gang were the assholes. 
Yeah, I mean, the lines were blurred. I mean, it's, you know, it's it was a little bit harder to say. But you know what? War's afoot. The it battle is. drums are beating. I know. You got to do some bad things in war. Yep. Emmeline Veltkamp said, well, Negan stopped Dave, yes, but what he does to his wives isn't exactly consensual. Negan backs them or their loved ones into a corner until the women have no other choice but to say yes to him. But Rick telling the women of Oceanside that our people just wanted their guns while the women and children were kneeling on the ground. Yeah, that was a little too close to Negan for comfort. We were so close to seeing Daryl punching Dwight. So close. That's all I wanted. Just one good punch to Dwight's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emmeline, I think we'll see that. I do yeah. think we might see that at some yeah. point in the Just future. Just be patient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doreen Green said, how is Negan alive again? He keeps offering people who just tried to kill him or were accessory to the attempt positions as lieutenants. Sasha practically has the executive officer job offer. You don't murder too many Daves without... <laughs> Really pissing somebody off, even if he is really rapey. (laughs) (laughs) Well put, Dory. And that's exactly what I was trying to say. Like, he's just automatically offering her a position and she's like out to kill him. Yeah. Her resume's not really good. No. So, yeah, you kill the guy who is honestly like following you. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. In favor of the person that wanted to kill you. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get yeah. it at all. But, I mean, that, that's that's his M.O. with the, the whole rape thing, supposedly, from the comic book. But still, I mean, maybe that's the only reason they even had that in there. Well, I think Negan is not really probably. big on the on the resume, but he is huge on the interview. <laughs> yes. Kim, we got any news? We do have a bit of news. Continuing with the information that came out of the Paley Fest from last week, Scott Gimple was at a panel for The Walking Dead and said that they are hoping that The Walking Dead lasts for 20 seasons. 20. (laughs) 20 seasons. Good luck. He was quoted as saying, we are trying to do 20 years. The Walking Dead comic has certainly done it, and I look forward to every issue. And then he compared The Walking Dead to The Simpsons and said, The Simpsons has been on 26, 27 years, so that's a challenge. So, okay, challenge accepted, done. So he's throwing it down. It's a lot like The Simpsons, really. I mean, the humor, the cartoon, um, (laughs) they all speak Walking Dead. No, no, no. Um, I tell you what, I you know. You don't like Homer, though. Twenty awesome. twenty years is going to be tough because I mean, you know, we've had some seasons that have been a little stale. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, well, they they were saying during the Paley Fest interview that um, this was Scott Gimple and Robert Kirkman together. They were talking about how every um, eight episodes or so they try to like reinvent the storyline. And so that's what's keeping it fresh. Now, I think that I would argue with that <laughs> just a little bit, considering how we went at least seven episodes last, the, the first half of the season, uh-huh. with just being depressed about what Negan did to Glenn and Abraham. And Rick was struggling with his inner, inner demons and uh-huh. um, trying to work things out. And it was probably, you know, it took them over half the season to change it uh-huh. up a bit. So definitely more than you, eight episodes. Couldn't you say, though, 
But couldn't you say, though, that there's been a drastic difference between the first half of the season and the second half of the season? Yeah, there has. But that's only been in the last maybe three episodes. Mm, no, I think it's I think it's I think it's a little bit more than that. Well, I disagree, but that's OK. So that's uh, what's lovely about our relationship. Kim. It is, it is. So when uh, in the comic, when was Negan? you can be wrong and I can be right. When was Negan um, introduced? Was it before the show started? Uh, I don't remember last season? when that yeah. particular... No, 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 I'm talking about when the com- in the comic. I don't remember. When was the comic written before before the... the... I don't remember when oh. that particular That came out a while ago, out. though, right? Okay. That was a long But yeah, ago. that was, like, issue 100, when the whole war thing happens, that was, like, five years ago or something. Yeah, okay, so yeah. it was at the very start of when the they even introduced the TV show. Yeah. Okay. All right. It was just in his comments are like, oh, yeah, we introduced something completely different. Right. It's like, well, you know what? Actually, the writer of the comic book introduced that five but, years ago. But Kirkman is saying that he's envisioning like 12 seasons. Yeah. So. Right. So who knows? So Gimple ain't got shit unless he's got Kirkman. Big news for Fear the Walking Dead, and that is that showrunner Dave Erickson is leaving the show after Hell season yeah. three. Yeah. Yes, Yay! thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> I have complained about this man more than any other person on TV, I think, because he is constantly spoiling the storyline for Fear the Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Yes, Every he is. single time uh-huh. he goes on The Talking Dead or he's interviewed, he tells you exactly what's going to be happening. Not only that, not only that, it hasn't been that great. Yeah, and it hasn't been all that great. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, if there were really, really thrilling plot lines and so forth, you know, then I would be like, well, you know, I can excuse that. But the show has tons of potential. Well, but I don't know if he's been doing a real good job with it myself. I mean, they're saying, you know, like, you know, they, the the people out in the Internet world are saying that he actually has done a really good job because fear was like number 12 at the end of last year. In its demographic, uh-huh. which is that good? I guess I don't know. Sounds like it's pretty bad to me. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's good. One. I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, but you know, as a fan of the show, and I guess kind of as a critic of the show, um, I see a lot more potential in the story than what we've been given. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole the whole traipse through Mexico is what could put me in a coma. Hmm. You he, know, he has I, a gift in his lap. That he's yeah. not he's not using to his potential. I thought the potential, you know, when they got the boat and so forth and took off on the ocean and stuff like that, there's some really cool potential there. But you know, that all of a sudden they're going from hacienda to hacienda and I'm kinda like, eh, all right, whatever. You yeah. Know. Well, the funny thing is that this uh, I read a, several different articles about this and they all quoted that he was such a successful writer and producer and that he had written and produced for, um, what was that other Lenny James show that he did? Oh, Low Winter Sun, the one that he did right after he was on The Walking Dead the first season. Mm, okay. Right. And it was like a gangster type show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do I remember you, it well. I was going to say, um, do you remember how long that lasted? It was like one I, season. You barely remember it. And that's supposed to be proof that he was successful. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Um but anyway, he so a he's, critic's choice. he's staying on AMC so that he can develop other stuff. We'll see what happens. Oh, that's good. That's good. Let good him go him. to the Badlands. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he could. Oh, he'd be perfect for the Badlands. For reals. 
For real. Totally. Um, Everybody was kung fu fighting. All right. So the third thing that I wanted to talk about is just a really cool thing that somebody did. And I've already posted this on our Facebook page. But um, this guy named Klaus Mark Hahn of Bricks Creation created this huge red keep from the Game of Thrones out of Legos. And it looks just like the intro to Game of Thrones. You know how they're um, when they zoom in on the different mm-hmm. kingdoms and the, the buildings like spin and the towers fall. And Does it like, actually have movement to it? Yeah, oh, it cool. moves. He used 125,000 Lego pieces and it took him 800 hours to construct it. How long did it take him to count the Lego pieces? Oh, I don't know. But he's got <laughs> 16 motors inside of it that make the towers move up and down. Cool. And the tops will spin and the whole thing will spin around. Yeah. It is right. awesome. And they... Um, has some time in his hands there, I guess. Yes. But one of <laughs> one of our listeners... Um, oh, Scott's asleep. <laughs> one of our listeners, Evan, our longtime listener, Evan, mm-hmm. he wrote in and said that he heard that they were going to be doing an entire Game of Thrones like city. Oh wow. Like the intro the the entire intro piece in Legos somewhere out in the desert or something out out west. Mhm. Pretty cool. It's exciting. So check that out because it's a cool video on our Facebook page. And that's it. So we're going to end the episode now because Scott is a douchebag. Oh. <laughs> Government. <laughs> hey Scott. Next week We'll be reviewing the season finale of The Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 16, The First Day of the Rest of Your Life. Hmm. Uh, The stakes continue to grow higher as paths cross. The group enacts an intricate plan. So, in other words, there will not be any closure. (laughs) Yeah, the big fight won't happen until Season (laughs) 8. But it'll still be cool. But it'll still be cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm psyched. I am too. And you know that that episode is going to be episode 99 of The Walking Dead. So the season 8 premiere will be 100. That's pretty cool, huh? Oh, really? Are there's that a season cool. 8? Shut up. <laughs> they got renewed? Yeah, uh, really? Wow. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. They better be. <laughs> Blue balling us for the summer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we still have to figure out how we're going to do our other two shows. I don't know. Fear of the Walking Dead and, and Preacher. Preacher. I don't know. I don't know. You're killing us, AMC. You're um, killing us. Maybe y'all should tell us, what do you want us to cover? Fear of the Walking Dead or Preacher? Because they're going to both be on at the same exact time. One's Sunday and one's Monday. Oh, we'll put a vote. Uh, I'm going to put a vote on Twitter. Maybe we need to put a vote out on Facebook. Uh, people can email us, whatever. Just yeah. let us know what you want us to do. I, I vote for both. Oh, Seriously? Scott. How? It's tiring. I love both those shows. Come on. All right, I'm sending half my children to you. I love Preacher. I really want to love Fear. You can you can edit one of them then. I agree. I agree. I, I, I think Preacher is awesome, and I really would like Fear to turn around because it has a lot of potential. Well, especially since that's the show we started on. Yeah, right. Agreed. Maybe it will in season four. Yep. I got faith. Next week, we will also talk about the passage... At least for a minute. Yes, because it only takes a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, if you have faith, tell your preacher. I will. Father Gabriel. 
Also, while we're talking about you guys writing into us, mm-hmm. let us know what uh, other shows or movies you want us to cover during the off time. Because Fear and Preacher don't come back till the summer. June, probably, right? Mm-hmm. So, we got time. I really okay. want to do Train to Busan. You keep talking about that. The Korean zombie show. Zombie movie. Mm-hmm. So, so we got to watch the thing. And it's on Netflix now, so it's easy for you to watch it. Really? Yes. I think I, we should I can't do even it. understand the name you're saying. And Busan. Train to Busan. And, and we've been watching Legion, which is actually really <gasps> good. Yes. Uh-huh. Scott like actually turned us on to that. Yeah, how many how many episodes are you in on that, Scott? Two? Two? Really? Gosh, we've passed mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I got watched. yeah yeah I got I got tied up with some other stuff. I hadn't been able to keep up with. We it. watched I'm the go third watch last it. night, and it was like, oh right, this is good and crazy. It's, it's pretty weird. There's man. a it's... lot that happens in those episodes too. It's yes. like Westworld yes. almost with yes. how mm-hmm. much is going on. It is. It is. You have it's to keep pr- up. It's, it's very intricate. That's for sure. But a lot of fun too. Yes. And the guy that the guy that plays Legion is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great really characters. Is. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked that one out, uh, you should. Maybe we'll review the season when it comes to an end. And when is the new It supposed to come out? Not till next fall, <sighs> I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a little while, I think. Yeah. And the Castle Rocket um, series that's going to be coming on Hulu. Yeah, maybe? Hulu. Oh, really? Yep. That's the one. I tell you what, of all the stuff that Stephen King's got coming out, I, I may be more interested in that one than anything. Because, I mean, it's... It looks really it good. It sounds really interesting. I mean, because I love shows like Fargo and so forth, where they keep introducing new characters every season and running a season on those stories, and that's what this is going to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really cool, but it's going to be integrating a lot of his characters from his books. I think it's going to be really neat. I know. I'm very excited for that one. So... Okay, cool. All right, Kim, you going to wrap us up? I am, I am. <laughs> okay, so let us know what you want us to do during the off part of the season. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. You can download our episodes from your favorite podcasting site, and you can find us on Twitter at Fear Me Pod, on Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast, <laughs> and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. You can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.